Good morning, and welcome to Morning Fuel. I'm Mac Jarvis, and I pray that this bite-sized piece of God's Word will be just what you need to start your day. Rebellion in the heart of man is a problem with God. It brought his judgment against his people Israel throughout their uh, the pre-Christ era. Rebellion led God to destroy his enemies in the promised land, to bury Sodom and Gomorrah under fire from heaven, to reject Saul as king, and much more. Romans 1 describes rebellion as the reason that God gives over some to their debased desires and allows them to suffer the consequences. Rebelling against God causes nothing but trouble for the rebel. God's offer to us is to follow him, to follow in his heart, his ways, his works. He, he does not lead us, as Jesus declared in the Lord's Prayer, into temptation but he leads us from it and delivers us from its evil. When we choose to do our own thing, which, by the way, by definition, is rebellion against God, we fall away from from following him and we fall into trouble, suffer its consequences. And then, oftentimes, we blame God for not protecting us or stopping us. That's the story of a lot of people. God, speaking through the prophet's mouth in Isaiah 30, verse 1, says, Woe to the rebellious children, says the Lord, who take counsel, but not of me, and who devise plans, but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin. You know, when you see the word woe in the Bible, that's, that's the word that means warning, there is doom ahead. <laughs> woe to those, God says, who rebel against him. They're listening to voices, but it's not his voice. They're devising their plans and doing their thing. But God says, but it's not my plans or my things. And in doing so, they're adding sin to sin. Sin with compounding interest, thus compounding the consequences from God's judgment or his discipline. We would do well to weed out the tares of rebellion that can quietly grow in our hearts. How does one know if those tares are growing? Well, is the Holy Spirit convicting you of a sin that you're harboring, hanging on to? Maybe it's an attitude or possibly some action that you do. Does God speak clearly on something through his word, through a friend, through a sermon? But you choose to say, no, I don't plan on doing it that way. God has a cure for our rebellion. It is the cross of Jesus Christ. There, Christ died to pay the sins of the rebellious. And in his resurrection, he conquered the ultimate consequence of rebellion, which is death. And by sending his Holy Spirit, he invites us into new life, one of surrender and submission to God and his ways. And then the journey is one of following him, of trading our rebellion and our sins for the fruit of his spirit. That's an ongoing basis. And that fruit, he says, looks like love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, gentleness, meekness, faithfulness, and self-control. It is a far, far better way to live. I want to pray for your humble submission to God. Heavenly Father, thank you that you save and change rebels. I pray for your son, your daughter, that you would reveal clearly any rebellion against you or your ways that is growing in their hearts. I pray they would follow you. Lord, lead them as you have promised, not into temptation or evil, but lead them away from it and to you and your way. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen.